0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Imperfection Wins Show. I'm your host, Sam Willing, executive coach and speaker, and I have a passion for helping people make positive transformational changes to their businesses and themselves and break through roadblocks to live their best lives. Let's get to it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Imperfection Wins Show. I'm your host, Sam Willing, and I'm so glad you're here today. Oh, my goodness. Benny, where do we start today? Good <laughs> question. Monday. Well,
1: it's Monday. May the 4th be with you. Yes, and may the 4th be with us I even today. rocked it. Hang on. I'm, yep, Star Wars, a big well, fan. But,
0: yeah, right. oh, see, this is why it's so fun <laughs> to have you on Zoom is why I can see you. Um, so we are on another Monday, another Monday of under a stay-home order in mm-hmm. Washington State. Mm-hmm. Things are still weird. People are uneasy and I think-
1: That Governor Vader, Governor Yeah,
0: longing for social interaction. I'm like, (laughs) it's interesting, people are are tiring, I think of Zoom um, and craving a little bit of deeper connection. And it's interesting because I've been noticing there's a ton of talk right now about like the new normal in quotes and what the new normal is going to be like, and all this speculation of what it's going to be like. And um, it's so funny how we do this, right? As humans, we just want control and we just want a strategy. We just want to know how things are going to be. And so we start to think about way ahead of time, what it's going to be like. Um, And then we create stress for ourselves because We don't know what it's going to be like. And so when we decide it's going, what the new normal is going to be, right. and then we start planning on the new normal and things don't go to plan, we get all stressed out, right? It's such an interesting thing that we do, but I get it. Cause I do it too. And I'm, I also am finding there's still a lot of, um, fear and anxiety and loneliness, particularly, I think the financial stress is starting to overtake. Um, maybe for some people it has always overtaken, but it's definitely starting to overtake, I think, the fear of the sickness at this point and just what some of the long-term repercussions of this whole thing will be. Right. Um, and, you know, I've been thinking so much for the past few weeks about how hard it is on small businesses mm-hmm. and just thinking about, you know, how how do you help? Like, how do we help? Because it can seem so overwhelming and out of control and i think it's especially when we're stuck in our homes it's easy for us to get sort of caught up in our own world and um you know lose sight a little bit even though we see things on the news i think it's easy to sort of lose sight of what is really happening for a lot of people right now financially and businesses so
1: so like two things for me though it's if you go back to like the 30s and the great depression and all that you know there wasn't so much of a health issue at that point it was just the market was doing really Crappy, yeah. so to speak, but we're dealing with two things: the health situation and the yes. market at the same time. So it's like, how do you manage? Are yeah. we trying to stay safe on on being healthy and and working on ourselves? And then, but then you look at your friends and neighbors, and like, you know, we're struggling or really you
0: suffering. know lost
1: jobs, and it's like, well, yeah. we can't go out and get things because we're trying to stay home and be healthy.
0: Yeah, it's true, and it's so it leaves a lot of people, I think, in this sort of. um space of almost feeling right. helpless and and wanting to help but not knowing how. Mm-hmm. And so I think what I've been thinking about over the last week is this has been such an emotional roller coaster for most people. Um and I've been thinking a lot about how for me my next evolution this like next phase of pandemic for me mm-hmm. I think is really about figuring out small ways that I can help and make an impact because okay. I think regardless of how out of control or insignificant we may feel in the face of this pandemic, there are always things that each of us can do. And one of the things that we've talked about on the show before is that small movement is still movement, right? Like small action is still action. And so I want to, over the course of the next couple of weeks, talk about some of the needs in our community, some of the small businesses, some of the things that we can do so that we can start our own sort of compassionate action, if I'm talking about it, you know, as I talk about on the show a lot and just really start to move the needle. And I've noticed that when I take those small compassionate actions, um, even if it's, you know, dropping Safeway gift cards off at a nonprofit or whatever it is, I feel better. I feel more in touch. I feel I'm less consumed with my own stuff. Um, so we're going to talk about that over the next couple of weeks. Starting with today, I'm so excited about the show today because we have a very the founders of a very unique small business. As my guests, it's also my very first time having double guests, which is really exciting and fun. Um, and I just think their business is a perfect example of the kind of small, local, mission-driven businesses that we need to survive. We need these businesses to come out of this and thrive um, because they're making great change and they are so connected to the community and a higher purpose. So I am so thrilled to welcome my guests today. And remember there's two of them. We have Liz Medeiros and David Van Geistel, who are the founders and owners of Plant Life Meals. Welcome Liz and David. I'm so glad you're here.
2: Hello.
3: Hello. Excited to be here.
2: My goodness. What (laughs) an intro. I'm like, (laughs) like, oh, it's 7 a.m. and I'm already emotional.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so thrilled to have you here. And um, I originally heard both of you talk when you were guests on the 425 show. And I just think that um, what you're doing and why you're doing it is so compelling. And I have, it's actually. I'll tell you this later in the show, but it's actually sparked um, something in me to start on my own plant life journey. And so, and, and it's imperfect, just like the show. So I, um, I can't wait to talk more about that. But before we jump into the interview, would each of you just tell us a little bit about yourselves and maybe, you know, a little bit about the business and, um, and you and, and what you enjoy doing for fun or anything that you want to share, who wants to go first?
2: Goodness, I'll go first. Um, Hi, I'm Liz (laughs) and I'm one of the founders of Mm -hmm. Meals. And I grew up in California. You know, I had been in public health research for most of my professional career, very grounded in just wanting to help people on a large scale and figure out what that means as I evolved through that. And kind of ended up here at Plant Life Meals. Um, it was an evolution starting from when I went vegan along with David, and he can tell his side of that story. Um, but yeah, it really kind of transformed our lives and it evolved into a blog on my end. I was so excited about how it was changing my life from my, like, how I felt. And then physically, I was dealing with a ton of bad acne and when i went plant based it cleared it up in a matter of like a couple of months and it was really really bad and i felt really self conscious about it and i felt like i had to shout it from the rooftops and that how people do that today is blogging tweeting you know and i felt like i needed to share that information with friends and family and the blog i didn't really have it felt like i was having the impact that i wanted to Um, so I converted a lot of the recipes that I was sharing via the blog into an ebook and started sharing that for free with people and people really loved it. And, but I kept hearing like, Oh, I tried this recipe that was so great. Um, but I wish you could just show up at my house with that food already prepared. (laughs) Thought Like, Oh, that's kind of a cool idea. Like, let's look into that. And David and I, um, we're a couple, we're in a relationship and we have been wanting to think of how we can do something together that's meaningful and impactful to us, but also on a larger scale. And so we came together and thought, well, why don't we try doing something together that's around a plant-based diet? And we came up with Plant Life Meals. And I mean, we can talk more about the business after David tells his side of, you know, a little bit more about him but yeah I'm, I'm very passionate about food and how it can make you feel good and also do good you know beyond yourself so plant life meals is kind of a a full embodiment of everything that we love enjoy and want to spread with the world yeah i love it <laughs> I love you.
3: so um my background spent basically my whole working career in corporate, um, small tech companies. Uh, there's a bunch of them in our backyard. And I had the privilege to stand up a lot of sales teams when these teams were really, really small. And I fell in love with like the altruistic aspect of sales leadership. That was my favorite part. But through my journey, I found, you know, as I, as I grow older I want to live with a little bit more intention. I started to slow down and and learn. Like, am I just kind of rolling with with the uh, you know with the wind, or am I am I living intentionally? Am I doing what I really want to do? And that's how that conversation started for me. Was, do I want to sit all day? Right. That was one mm-hmm. of the first thing. You know, am I, I want to be active. Okay. No, I want to be active. I want to live a more specific and intentional and meaningful life by my design and whatever that meant. And so that started, you know, the genesis of conversations between Elizabeth and I around what does that mean for the both of us? Um, and yes, there's a health aspect to a lot of this. You know, I wanted to lower inflammation and deal with my personal injuries and, um, just really mindful about how I'm aging, right. Um, how I want to take care of myself and preserve myself. And so it came down to what you put in is what you get out and, and so, you know, it kind of put us in this position to go, well, if that's the case, what are we putting in? You know, what do we know right now? And what is causing, you know, skin to flare up? And what is causing your back to hurt? And what is, you know, what's propelling these conversations? And so that really brought everything to a head between Elizabeth and I to, to just sit down and have an honest conversation about what we're passionate about. Um, and, but more palpably, what, what can we do, like actually do? Today, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of great ideas out there, but what can we start building today? And what types of little problems, low hanging fruit, can we solve today to feel some momentum around that conversation we were having? So, background is in corporate um, tech startups, um, which led me to that conversation, which led Elizabeth and I to go, you know what? Let's do it. We think we can do this. Um, And so, October 1, 2019, we started operationalizing the business. We spent about three to four months prior building out the back end to make sure we could handle scale and handle customers appropriately, so they were feeling like they were, you know, connected to us directly. And so a lot of planning. Um, and then we were off, set sailing, and we went full time, both of us. Um, January one, Liz was at Fred Hutch, I was at Google. We decided to. Strap on the parachute and say, let's do it. Um, And it's been a blessing. We're so happy we did.
0: Oh, my gosh. That makes me teary-eyed. I love it. I love that you went from corporate um, to amazing corporate companies into what you're doing now I think it's really beautiful and I think one of the things that I find often as I'm talking you know doing this work that I'm doing and I also have a full-time corporate job so this is very relatable to me um is that tension right of when you make the leap and you find some you know in, in what you're talking about in terms of creating a life of intention and meaning, and I talk a lot um, in my day job. I'm the VP of people for a biotech company. And one of the things I talk with employees a lot, but I also talk in my life about is, um, you know, ideally you to, to be your best self, to do your best work in your life, your work and your life need to flow together, right? They can't be compartmentalized or detached from each other. And I think what you just described is exactly that concept. Like you hit a point where you are like, My work and my life need to flow together and all be about who I am as a whole person versus compartmentalizing like who I am outside of my work, um, which might be, you know, focused on health and all these things. And then who I am when I walk into that corporate setting and I'm sitting all day or I'm, you know, in these meetings and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that it's really beautiful that you were so intentional and thought so deeply about that and then took the leap. I mean that that is a really scary thing to do. And I hear from people all the time, a lot. I've met so many entrepreneurs just doing this work that are it, it, um, especially right now, there's a lot of people who either were just getting ready to take the leap and now are like, ooh, I don't think it's the right time right? Because of everything happening, or they took the leap and they might be in that like really uncomfortable, messy middle space. And now thinking, what did I do? Like, why didn't I keep, you know, my corporate job and why did I, you know, think that I could just build something and starting to have all that self-doubt. So I want to talk a little bit more about that later in the show too, but I just, I thank you so much for sharing all that background. It's so beautiful. And we are going to take a really short break. And when we come back, I want you guys to describe the business and how it works. And then I really want to dig into this whole idea of plant-based. And um, I have had some major epiphanies about being plant-based through just, even piquing my interest to start following both of you um and i'll share some of those too so it'll be a really fun conversation but first let's take a quick break everyone you are listening to the imperfection wins show on kknw 1150 and we'll be right back
1: this show is sponsored by urban restoration the east side's premier builder for remodeling new construction and so much more With over 20 years of experience, the team at Urban Restoration has built a foundation of integrity, trust, superior craftsmanship, and personal accountability to clients. Whether you are building a new home, doing a total home remodel, or even a small project, the experienced team at Urban Restoration will walk you through the process and leave you with the results you desire. Client satisfaction and relationships rule at Urban Restoration. If you are located on the Greater East Side and looking for a contractor you can trust, visit the Urban Restoration website at ur-build.com. That's the letter U, the letter R, dash build.com. For contact information and to check out pictures of their amazing craftsmanship. Again, that's the letter U, the letter R, dash build.com for Urban Restoration.
2: Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk, 1150.
0: Welcome back to the Imperfection Wind Show. I'm your host, Sam Willing, and I'm here today with Liz and David from Plant Life Meals. And we are just um, hearing their story about jumping into entrepreneurship, which is just something I'm so passionate about and always intrigued by people's stories around that. Um, And we're hearing about their business. So Liz and David, I would love it if you would just take a couple of minutes and just describe the services that you offer. Um, And then I would love to just get into some of the, the amazing things that you've discovered about going plant-based.
2: Well, I guess the easiest way to describe plant-like meals, it's like the Netflix for plant-based food. So it's a subscription service. So you sign up once and you receive fresh, um, never frozen. We don't freeze anything. Meals every Sunday or Monday. And we show up at your door with fresh food, <clears throat> excuse me. And you, we change the menu every, you know, couple of weeks with new items um, so that you're always trying something new and you order online. It's super easy. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the summary of plant life meals.
0: In our closet, are all of the meals vegan? And I know there's some gluten-free options. So will you talk just a little bit about that component?
2: Yes. So everything is plant-based, vegan. So no dairy, no meat. We also use compostable containers. Um, A lot of the meals tend to be gluten-free. We're not 100%. and uh, we are mindful about nut allergies. So we'll try to mix up um, some of the recipes so that we're not always using cashews or always walnuts. Um, so it's a good variety. And we have breakfast items, um, lunch, and dinner. So it's a good variety for any meal throughout the day. And kid friendly too. The kids love a lot of the food. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's been so awesome. So I started ordering meals from you guys a few weeks ago, and I have followed you all for a while since I heard you on the 425 show. And I have to say, it's not, so going plant-based was not something that um, I ever really considered. I I just haven't given it that much thought. And it's interesting because one of the things I've talked a lot about on the show is how doing this show has Um, opened my eyes to a lot of different things like I've experienced growth in a lot of different areas just by nature of meeting people who are different than I am and taking the time to David's point about being intentional taking the time to actually be in a space of openness and learning and curiosity and so there are certain things that I've noticed that I haven't really ever found myself thinking about before and um, plant Based food is one of them. I haven't really ever sat and thought about it before. I've thought a lot about health and nutrition. Um, I try to make healthy food for my family. I have two teenagers. They're not that into healthy food. It's a bit of a challenge, um, but I try. And But I haven't really ever put a lot of intention around the idea of plant-based um, and so it's interesting because when I heard you speak on 425 and then I was just intrigued. I'm like, that's really interesting. I, I really, um, f- I love the idea, first of all, with my the schedule, I keep of having meals and the meals are such a perfect proportion size for me to like take for lunch. You know, if I ever go back to the office again, I'm so excited to have my lunch five days a week. I don't have to think about it. I think it's very cost effective. um, And it's really healthy. So I started ordering thinking that and I was we were already under the under COVID the stay home order. So I've been having them for my lunch. And the food is delicious. Um, My husband happens he has a ton of allergies that we found out about sort of later in life. And so he had to go gluten free, which is really a struggle for him because he really adores um, carbs and he also is allergic to potatoes. It's like, how did that happen? <laughs> um, so, it's like the best
1: of both worlds.
0: Right? It's like just really, crushing
1: dreams right there. Yeah,
0: really. <laughs> um, and so the lasagna that you all make was it's like heaven to him because it's been so long since he's actually sat down and been able to just have lasagna or pasta or whatever. Um, so that's been really fun. The food's amazing. I think what I have been surprised by is, is one, just the taste and how satisfying it is. Um, but Once I, the hook for me was like, I didn't hit this point where I was like, I'm going to go plant-based and I'm still not. And this is one question I want to ask you. I do feel like I want to move in that direction. And I don't, I'm not necessarily going to be able to get the rest of my family on board, you know, moving heavily in that direction. But we are at the point where a couple nights a week, we're doing a plant-based meal, you know, for breakfast and lunch, I'm doing plant-based for myself. And so have you found, I mean, are the, the folks that order from you, are they vegan? Or are you finding people that just maybe just wanted, um, put healthy food in their body and then they're enjoying it kind of like me. And then they're sort of like, Oh, this plant-based thing, isn't that bad.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, that's so funny. When we first started Plant Life Meals, we assumed our customer base would be fellow vegans or fellow these right. folks. But the, I would say 95% of our customers are not. And I think they're very similar to you, Sam, in that they were very intrigued. You know, they watched a documentary about, you know, going vegan or have a friend who went vegan or their doctor recommended because of health issues. Um, and now there, I think some are starting to cook more plant-based just like you, um, trying to get their family, you know, more on board. And they're also seeing a lot of health benefits. Um, one of our customers was saying that their workouts feel a lot better. They have more energy throughout the day. Um, they just feel more clarity, you know, in the way that they think. So yeah, it's interesting. The majority of people are not plant-based, but they're, and I would say now they're more plant-based. I don't think any of them have, a few have converted, you know, converted in quotes to fully plant-based, but yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's nice to know because I think one of the things I do, um, my tendency is to be like pretty black and white about things. So I'm either in or I'm out. It's like, I'm a hundred percent in or I'm not at all. And I think, this is like a perfect example of where, um, those little stepping stones, of you know, like I have a friend who she's like, well, well, my husband is vegan before six, you know, like that's kind of where he's starting. He's like, okay, I'll go plant-based before six o'clock at night, you know, and it's somewhere. Right. And back to the very beginning, when I was saying like, you know, small movement is still movement or small action is still action. I think, it's really nice that you're making it so available. Um, And because if I had decided, you know, even now, if I think about like going vegan and I look up vegan recipes, I feel um, sort of overwhelmed by it. So I really love that you're making it so available. And I actually am really, it's really interesting to me when you say so many of your customers are not vegan. It's like, Oh, people are just kind of like checking this lifestyle out, right? So, can we talk a little bit about um, why it why plant based? Why? What are some of the health the major health benefits? Um, and then I also one of the things that was a total new light bulb for me. Um, I'm not sure why it it makes total sense when I thought of thought about it is how amazing going plant-based is for the environment I had. And it's funny because my 18 year old daughter, um, is much more in tune, you know, her generation to this kind of thing. And when I said that to her, cause she doesn't tend to eat a lot of meat. She's kind of m- more with me. Um, she looked at me she goes, mom, I know we watched this documentary at school. And I know it's like one of the, one of the best things we can do for the environment is to not eat meat or eat less meat. I'm like oh my gosh she's so much more evolved than I am it was like shocking for me for some reason to hear that so will you first talk about the health benefits and then talk about the benefits to the environment
3: I'll say it's out for me one of the first you could call this a health benefit um, but it was honestly to have agency when it you when you can feel like you have agency in what you're doing and I think what's inspiring about The Your your daughter's generation is that they, I'm noticing too, they tend to have a lot more of that, right? There's a lot more opportunity today, perhaps, than there was in the past. And with opportunity comes choice. And it's nice to see people go, gosh, I don't want to eat that. And here's why. And I have other options. Where in the past, that wasn't the dialogue. Uh, And I think that's a really healthy thing to have. It's nice to see people go, you know, I'm choosing for me not to do that. And I don't know what I want yet, but I have options. I think that's a really healthy thing. Um, but it's drastically noticeable right out the gate, at least it was for me, inflammation. You know, when you feel puffy, right, when people feel bloated, when people feel, you know, that's still a thing on my base diet, but it's so much more um, noticeable when you stop putting things in your body that cause it to just flame up, it leads to headaches, poor sleep, irritation, mood swings, digestive issues. Those things aren't, just because we've had them for a long time, doesn't necessarily mean those things are okay to constantly have, right? And back to my point about agency, you start to ask questions like, gosh, you know, I'm 36, right? 33. Why Why are we breaking out? Mm-hmm. Why can't I get through a flight? I'm 36 years old, right? I wasn't in the NFL. I wasn't playing a pro sport. This isn't, you know, this can't be the normal thing. And it was because of what I was putting in my body. Um, And so inflammation—you'll notice right away if you have old injuries—they they they tend to, I guess, almost reverse themselves to some degree, not completely go away, but you'll notice that fluid follows injuries. So if you get a, if you roll your ankle, it gets really swollen that's fluid attacking the ankle to ensure that it's safe. And that's what the body does. And so when we moved, when I moved to a plant-based diet, I noticed instantly my inflammation went away in my face, my knees, my stomach. Um, and then the other part of that for me, at least would be the digestive part of it. You'll, You'll notice, I noticed I was much hungrier most more often And that was because, well, gosh, this is nice. Maybe my body finally knows what to do with what I'm getting at, right? Maybe it understands that, ah, yes, this is what we should be eating. Give me more. I'm going to be hungry all the time because I'm digesting this more often, easier on the body through that, you know, if you deal with athletes or let's say if you have um, a family member that is an athlete and a lot of that athlete conversation is around protein and As you learn more, you realize that your protein that you're eating, the cow, the the bison, the whatever it was, the the chicken or whatever, they're eating your protein. They're the broker, (laughs) right? They're the broker. That's all they are. The cow is your broker and he's eating up all your commission. And if you remove the cow, you're eating his protein. And so you're going straight to source. So not only is it from a health conversation, but it's from an optimal efficiency standpoint, just from an evolution conversation that we can have a better way to digest food. If you eat the food that your food is eating, right. You start to learn this. So for me, it was inflammation is a big, noticeable change. Um, and then digestion, you realize like the regularity and how it really should be right. Obviously that's an adjustment for some people. Um, but that's okay. Those are really good that, that's that momentum you are talking about, those little right. bits of
0: momentum. So it sounds like your body in general starts to work much more efficiently. Yes. Yeah.
2: And this is a whole foods, plant-based diet. So you can definitely be an unhealthy vegan by eating vegan cookies, pasta, you know, uh, alternative cheeses. Those are really tasty and they can be added to the diet, but, you know, eating greens and beans and things that come straight from nature your body knows what to do with it and therefore it can process it faster and like you said more efficient
0: that's such a good point I was laughing yesterday because I made um I baked my husband a gluten-free coffee cake which I don't ever do but I'm at home so much more. So I did it, but I was laughing because he's like, this is amazing. And the kids were like, this is amazing. I'm like, right. Because it also has two cups of sugar and two sticks of butter in it. (laughs) It is, it truly is amazing. He goes, I feel like I'm eating candy. I'm like, I know. Remember it's, it's still, it's still not great for you. Right. (laughs) It's still. Yeah. So I like your point, Liz, about like, you can still be an unhealthy vegan or still be put, right? Like it's available to us. And as humans, sometimes those are the things we reach for and grab, you know, um, grab those. Somehow they feel more comforting, even though they are not, we're not doing what's best for us in that moment.
3: The amount of ice cream we ate last night, (laughs) non-dairy ice cream is still as addicting and horrible for us. So don't worry, the devices are out there if you decide to go plant based. Um, but yeah, it's still we still it's still a challenge. Yeah. Right. You still eat gummy bears all day and have those be vegan and,
0: and not <laughs> feel very good. Yeah, I know. It's so funny. Well, um, so tell me, have you seen any like major transformations in friends or clients that have gone plant-based? And could you tell me maybe just like two examples of, of what you've seen?
2: Yeah. My sister actually went vegan around the same time that we did. And she, she definitely, she like lost some weight. I mean, she's in her forties now and she looks so young, like she, she looks great. Um, So that's like the first one that pops in my head. Um, But we've had a few of our customers who their whole families have now um, started eating more plant-based. And yeah, there was one of our customers who said their workouts have just been phenomenal because they feel so much better. Mm-hmm. So those are, those speak volumes to us because that's, that's what we felt, you know, when we first went plant-based. And so it's so cool to now hear other stories of people just feeling better and um, now cooking for themselves because like you said, the the items that we provide are very approachable and people have seen lasagna, they know what lasagna tastes like. And so we try to you know, just make them feel comforted by those foods and now they feel comfortable and confident to to do that on their own. Oh, that's That's great. Yeah,
3: the meals are a great way to get, it's a conduit, right? It's a great way to get started. It's like, Harry, you can do this, we'll show you what it's like, we'll make it really easy, we'll make the barrier of entry reasonable for people to go, gosh, this isn't so bad. Like I like delicious food. I suppose I could do this, you know, to to feed somebody 24 seven and they keep them on plant life meals forever. That's fantastic. But it's the sweet spot is to help people get to where they want to go. However long that may take, whether it be a month or six months, you know, we've had customers that are with us from the beginning and to watch their transformation um, is really interesting. Things. Do
0: you, do you find, so back to, you know, what we were talking about in terms of, you know, taking small steps towards this, or just sort of in the phase, maybe where I am, where it's like, Oh, I'm really interested in this. This is sounding, but I'm not quite ready or confident to say like I'm plant-based, you know, which actually part of my brain wants to do. Cause I, like I said, I really like that, like all or nothing thing, but I, um, I am stepping my way into it. So do you think that there are still health benefits to experience, even if you are someone that is starting at a place where you're like, you know, three dinners a week, we're going plant-based.
3: Yeah. Are there
0: still, like, is, does it count? Does it matter?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and, and everyone's lens is different. Everyone's journey to this conversation is totally different. We talk to people that watch a documentary on how factory farms work and their heart is broken forever, right? And if you watch one of those things, sometimes it is the drastic pendulum swing that you need to have happen to commit to that 100%. And I think that's okay to, yes, I no longer want to support an industry that treats other living things, other beings this way. There's no way I'm eating that. Not in my house. Never again is that product going to set foot in my house. There's that. And that causes friction with people that perhaps may not be there. But every little bit and piece helps, right? Whether it be a plant-based meal once a day or three times a week. That introduction, um, we have a theory. I don't know if Liz is fully on board with it yet, but we talk about this, which is five, 10 years, we're going to look back and go, remember when we used to eat animals?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: that? And that's going to happen. And we're not going to look at that and down, you know, and look at it like we were, that was so below us, but we'll just look at the evolution of yeah. access to education. Now we have access to companies that will bring it to your doorstep, cooked and ready to go. We have all this access. Mm-hmm. Um, so however your lens, but I'm with you, Sam, I, I think if we're going to do this, let's do it. I'm not going to wait until my next life to do it. Um, you know, I, this is the one I got and I value it. And this is just where my my morals are at, my values are at. So let's rock and roll. And everyone else will either jump on board or or they'll take their time to get there. Yeah. Or they talk to me for like five years, yeah. and then on the sixth, right.
0: they'll think you're crazy. And it, yeah, I know it's you know I I have to say I watched like 15 minutes of one of those documentaries, and I had to turn it off. I'm I'm so tenderhearted, and I tend to like ruminate on things. I can't get it out of my head once I see it. And even 15 minutes in, I was heartbroken. It was so. And so then I was talking to my daughter, and she's like, Oh, they watched the whole thing in school. Yeah. And, you know, these kids, this is the kind of um, education, or the, what at her school they're really pushing the kids to think about, right? Is the, the environment and choices. And to your point, the fact that we have choices. Right. And it like the days of, you know, sitting at the dinner table as a family and being part of the clean plate club or like, you know, your mom making one pot roast dinner and saying like, you know, I can only imagine it's like years and years ago, if I would have said, Oh, I'm going vegan. You know, (laughs) I mean, I, I would have been like an alien. Right. And it's like, no, you're going to sit at the table until you finish your dinner, you know, whatever. Um, And my parents were pretty open and evolved to us being independent about that stuff. But even then, right, it would have been so taboo. So I think, you know, to your point, the education, we've we've come a long way. And I wonder um, if you could actually, you know what, let's take a quick break because I really want to talk about the benefits for the environment um, and also how things are going for you right now. So let's take a really short break everyone you are listening to the imperfection wins show on kknw 1150 and we will be right back hey everyone it's me sam i'm so excited to announce my speaking focus for 2020 after stepping back and really thinking about what all of my work is leading me towards i've realized that there is an overarching theme of compassion This year, I'll be speaking to corporations, schools, churches, women's groups, and more on the subject of compassionate leadership. The world needs compassion now more than ever, and it's time we slow down and start valuing relationships and people over economics in business and in life. If you or your organization are looking for some inspiration and are ready to hit the refresh button on your leadership legacy, improve your business and your life, contact me at samwilling.com to explore working together and how taking intentional action in small ways can lead to big changes for businesses and most importantly for people. Don't forget that's samwilling.com.
2: An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to the Imperfection Wins Show. I'm your host, Sam Willing, and I'm here today with Liz and David, founders and owners of Plant Life Meals, which is an amazing 100% vegan meal prep and delivery subscription service based in Kirkland, Washington, that I am personally enjoying, and just um, also am just so enjoying this conversation. And I can't believe we only have one segment left because I could continue talking to you both for a really long time. So hopefully you'll come back. Hopefully you'll come back. Um, so I want to end um, our this quick topic in terms of the benefits of plant-based around the environment. So can you both just share a little bit about what is the benefit to the environment? Because I know for me, um, I don't know why I didn't link the two of these concepts, but when I really started to hear it and think about it and talked with my daughter about it. um, And then of course, right now, one of the things we're hearing a lot about is under this stay home order, how Like I keep hearing people say like the earth is starting to breathe again. Like it's having such a huge impact. Like the cars are not on the road. The air is cleaner. Um, And so the environment has been more on my mind than it probably ever has been. And so linking this idea of plant-based and that I, by going plant-based and and eating plant-based meals, I'm also doing something for the environment feels really important. So can you just talk a little bit about why it is linked to being so good for the environment?
2: The short story is plants take up less resources compared to animal products. So when you're raising cattle or chickens, they take up a lot of space. So a lot of of forest is usually cut down to raise animals. They take up a lot more water um, to keep alive. They emit a lot more CO2, which contributes to um, greenhouse gases in the environment and contributes to global warming. Um, And then the end result is their lives are sacrificed. So when you compare that to producing plant products, they use significantly less of all of those resources. So when you choose a plant product, you're basically using you're saving more forest, you're saving water, less CO2 emissions, and um, you're saving animals. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. So
3: something to think about. We have numbers that we want to just briefly throw some yeah, highlights. Great. Something that I think this is important to consider is it's we've all known that we need to take care of this place, Right. But that's like boiling the ocean, literally. Like, it's just too much. You know, we're, are we going to go pick up trash on the side of the highway every day? Like, we're just not going to do that. But you can vote with your dollar. That we do know. Right. So, we wanted to be able to show anyone that wanted to eat plant based through us, at least, was that there's a direct correlation between our consumer behavior and what you put in your body and the impact you can have on this planet. You don't even need to leave your house in order to make a positive change happen. But we wanted to show tangible numbers. That way when we dropped off meals that you could see like, this is me, this is my impact. And I didn't even have to leave. My only job is to eat delicious food. You're right. And maybe give us some feedback so we can keep making more delicious food. But we do have, um since October one, since we started, you want to share these numbers? They're kind of compelling.
2: Yeah. So Our Plant Life Meals customers have saved 1.4 million gallons of water. That's millions. Wow. About about 1,300 animals have been saved. About 40,000 square feet of forest has been saved. And we've reduced um, CO2 emissions about 26,000 pounds. Wow. Wow. (laughs) 4,000
3: meals. (laughs)
2: that we've served.
3: That you can tangibly draw a correlation to some data and show like this is real. It's not like, let's hope it's making an impact. There's a direct correlation.
0: I am so glad that you just shared those numbers. And I think it's something, you know, we've sort of been talking about this the whole time. And I talk about this a lot, but it's so easy to take the attitude of like, well, it's just too big. Like it's just too big of a problem. What's one meal? What's one dollar? What's one, like, what can I do to really move the needle? What's one vote? Um, and so then sometimes we do nothing, you know, or, and, and not because our hearts don't want to do something, but because when we look at the whole problem, it seems so overwhelming. Or sometimes we feel like someone else will surely do something, right? Like, I, I what, why would I do something? Someone else will do something, right? Like, good for those vegans over there. Like they they're doing something, you know, I don't have to go vegan because they're doing it for me. But I think this whole, like what you just shared is how taking that one, like buying one meal, um, taking one step, making one choice, how all of those steps and choices and dollars add up to something really impactful. And I think that's a really good, um, thing to think about in life or anything that we're doing about how like I, when I coach people a lot, I'll say like, look, like sometimes you only have enough light in front of you to take the next step, you know? And when we get into trouble, is when we start like looking up and looking around and getting overwhelmed by the what ifs and the problems. And, and so I love what you're talking about because, you know, 4,000 meals, those are individual meals. Those are, that's one choice at a time, right. That added up to something really great. So, um, there are things that we all can do. And I think that's the point. And, and to your point of it really doesn't get any easier than having delicious food delivered to your door and your job in your help is actually to eat the meal, right? Yeah. <laughs> like that That's your job is to order the meal and eat the meal and you can do it in your home. Um, and I also actually think, you know, people tend to assume that that services like this are really expensive. And so why would I do this when I, you know, I really should be, you know, making food at home or whatever, I actually have found that it's really not, it's really inexpensive. Um, And I am really excited about that, because the amount of money that I would spend, you know, when I go into the office that I would spend on lunch, because I don't have a lot of time to prep, Um, because I'm juggling a lot of things, you know, I would, I would spend like 10 to $15 a day on lunch if I didn't have it together enough to bring my own. Um, and if I did bring my own, it was like a can of soup. So now like I have, you know, I don't know, around $5 or, you know, a little bit more, but when I even out all my purchases, that's about, about the the medium price, I think, This delicious meal that I know is good for my body. It's prepared. I heat it up or I eat it cold and I don't have to think about it. And it feels, it just made, it has made it so easy. So I'm a huge fan of both of you. And before we end today, um, we have about six minutes left. I really want you to talk about community. And I know that a huge part of your mission is um, giving back. And it really, your business, it sounds like to me, is really built on um, making humankind better, right? And making the world better. And that is something that completely aligns with my heart too. So will you just talk a little bit about um, the things that you're doing in the community? I know that you have this new plant life impact. Um, will you just tell us a little bit about that and, and what you're hoping to, to do out there?
3: yeah it's so um in october when we launched the business we knew that doing this we really wanted it to be different there's a bunch of amazing meal prep services out there i i don't know how many of them are only plant-based i, I think very few if, if any but the intention when we did this was to not just be a meal prep business right to be a meal prep business is great but to show something that's tangible was the way that we wanted to build community And when we started this before COVID, um, we started building partnerships with um, local gyms, studios, banks, holistic wellness centers, and so forth. And that's how we were gonna build the community. That's how we were gonna get involved in front of as many members as we could. But with this new COVID um, uh, wrench in the mix, we started uh, recently to invest in storytelling around plant life impacts. Um, and so we have a few videos that we've invested some production quality into that are brewing in the background right now that we're going to deploy in the next couple weeks that are really going to help tell the story that this new norm, despite the things that we don't want to see change in our life, there's some interesting good things happening um, and that collectively we can move that needle, but it's to tell that story. It's to educate the people that yes, you can do something. You don't have to stop hunting. If you're a hunter, you could just perhaps eat more plant-based food. And if you care, if you're a hunter, maybe you, sh- you should care about the trees that are being knocked down. So you have a place to hunt, right? If you're a fisher, if you're a fisherman, maybe you should take care of the quality of the water. So you're out there, hunt- you know, catching the best fish, there's something in it for everybody. So right now, in order to drive depth in our community, we are spending time and resources piecing together the story so we can start to really tell this plant life impact um, a journey people can go on with us and they can see it. And it'll also be up on our website live in a couple of days. This at uh, the tally, the number, it will live live. That way you can see it.
0: I love that. You know, um, one of the things I love the most about it is that you are helping everyone find a connection point, point. and I think that is way back to what we were talking about in the beginning, right? It's like we, you, we are all, um, we all long for connection and meaning. I mean, that's just part of the human spirit, and in this world of busyness and, you know, just all sorts of different things that are tugging at us all the time. Um, it is, you You can't find connection without intention. And so I, you literally just made me have an epiphany because my husband's a hunter and a fisher. Um, and linking it to not just saying like you shouldn't be hunting and fishing because that's not plant-based and you're hurting animals, which is what I could say. And a lot of people would say to him. Instead, looking at it as like, wouldn't you love to continue to be able to hunt and fish (laughs) right (laughs) like wouldn't you love to be able to do those things and so here's a way that you can participate so I love that you're creating connection points for people um, and in really diverse ways that is so cool Um, before we go will you just tell people how they can follow you how they can order how they can learn more about you
2: Sure. So we're on every social media platform at Plant Life Meals. Um, And then you can order at plantlifemeals.com. And I
0: hope everyone listening will go follow you on Instagram. And will you please keep posting the pictures of the baby animals? It's my like favorite thing. It makes me smile every time like the little teeny piglet in a bed or like, oh my gosh, they're just the cutest. Yeah. they're the cutest Well, thank you so much for being here today. It was such a great conversation and um, so much more to learn, but I hope people find encouragement and some inspiration. Um, I know I have. And listeners, that is a wrap. I hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget to like, share, and leave a review for the show on iTunes and check out my website, samwilling.com. I hope you will tune in next week for another fantastic guest. Um, And until then, be kind. Have courage and give yourself and others grace. Have a great Monday, everybody.